So I don't know, have you got a problem with Valentine's Day or the greetings card industry? Um, a bit of both. I think greetings cards are probably on the way out. Um, Christmas cards, just quick poll. How many Christmas cards did you get received this year? Welcome to No Bollocks Marketing, the podcast by your favourite e-commerce agency, Be Found, Be Chosen. I'm your host, Guy Kingsley-Smith, and each week I invite different members of the team onto the podcast to set the record straight. We promise brutal honesty, occasional grumpiness, and bang average banter as we pick through what's going on in the worlds of digital marketing and e-commerce. Let's get into this week's episode. What are you doing for Valentine's Day, Jeff? I'm out. Why? <laughs> it's not a thing. Oh, you're not one of them, are you? It's not a thing. Like you didn't see that coming. Do you know nothing of Jeff and his ways? <laughs> oh, no. Look, it's a, uh, well, we're recording this at the end of January, but Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, <laughs> I guess we're relying on me here because Jeff's not going to buy as much as anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, have you seen any good Valentine's Day campaigns? Or, no, that's, that's my question. Have you seen any good Valentine's Day campaigns this year? Uh, definitely not this year. I know. Nope. So we've got we've got two weeks to go, and yeah. um, maybe maybe most brands wait till February to kickstart things. But I, I haven't seen anything as of yet. Have you yeah, seen anything? Uh, no, I mean obviously you know if the algorithms are doing their jobs, then I shouldn't be. But <laughs> even in the sort of the wider scheme of things, like on TV and stuff, I don't think I've seen anything. And I've got to wonder, like we've seen what's what's happened to kind of e-com as a whole this January. People are people are stretching very thin. I wouldn't expect it to pick up until after payday weekend anyway. You know, people have got to survive January before they work out what they're gonna who they're gonna spoil in in the middle of next month, I think. So yeah. hopefully everybody's had a sense to hold back. Otherwise it's gonna be an underwhelming yeah. So everyone will be buying the gifts this weekend, won't they? Awesome. Ideally. Yeah. From us in a perfect world. Yeah. Okay. Right, so you're a rubbish on the consumer side of things, but what if you were marketing a company? Um, what what would you be doing? Now, I've I have seen a few Valentine's Day campaigns, um, especially for card companies. Now, obviously, it's Valentine's Day is a huge day for the cards and gifting industry, isn't it? Um, but I'll I'll offer you this. I, I think I saw this week potentially the best Instagram ad I've ever seen. And there's a few reasons for it. I think it's it's brilliant in terms of the timing, first of all. I'm operating on a bit of a deadline, i.e. Valentine's Day is on the 14th of February, and I need to get things in before then. Um, it was targeted well on a, on a show I really like. So the, this, what I saw was a card, and it was um, a Valentine's Day card. And it was, the, it, was, um, it was artwork of a show me and my girlfriend have just watched called Shits Creek on Netflix. Brilliant. If you haven't watched it, you should. Um, and it was from Thoughtful, the card company. And I saw it, saw this picture in my feed. Another reason I think it's a brilliant Instagram ad is because it will take seconds to create, potentially. It's just a picture of the product. But because the timing's so good, it's targeted me so well. Um, based on my interests also, I just, I just thought it was an absolutely phenomenal ad. And because I clicked on it and the, the experience of buying from them was so good, they, they got a new customer this week in me. So, I, yeah, I, I, I thought I'd, I'd mention that. The, 
the cards the cards thing is an interesting one. Um, hard to get right a lot of the time, and especially if you're doing the personalized thing around Moonpig. So it's yeah, uh, it's a good one. I've I've seen Thoughtful a number of times. Um, they, re- they I think they might have been around for a while, but they really took off um, during the first couple of lockdowns, where they were very quick to react and put out cards mm. based around you know sorry, you're not going to have a great birthday. It's 2020 kind of thing. Um, and we saw yeah. Chris Whitty on the front of cards and kind of Boris on the podium. <laughs> and yeah. really, really fast and reactive in terms of getting good creative out there. Um, and you've probably got two sides to, to the Valentine's products. One way you've got cards where people will buy cards for anyone. Um, you know, kids in school will buy cards from teachers and things like that. Mm. It's, it's quite a non-purchase, but... Um, and then the other side of it is actually buying gifts, you know, mm-hmm. something substantial as a gift. Mm-hmm. I guess the cards bit works really well on it in a social context because it's a purely visual product. Yeah. Um, you, you're drawn in by the design and the cover. So you, you get a glance at that on a feed and you either, either resonates or it doesn't. Um, yeah. Thought it would be very, very, very good with their creative. Yeah. I think the one that got me obviously applied to me specifically, but I think what's going on in the wider world and doing memes of Boris Johnson and Chris Whitty and that, that's, that's great. And if you can do that quickly and you look like a big company doing it quickly, you kind of get some extra points for it, don't you? Oh, look at that company reacting to what's actually going on. It's like they're actually in touch. Yeah, I guess I think Moonpig was like that to a lesser degree. Mm. Um, years and years and years ago, they were, they were coming out with cards that were just a little bit, for want of a better word, cooler than what you'd get in your kind of Clintons and your, your birthdays and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I suppose even kind of the, the cold heart nature of me with regards to Valentine's Day, um, as somebody wanting to sell something, I'd probably say, you know, sending a card, given given the circumstances of not potentially being able to see family members and, you know, distant friends and stuff like that, mm. it might be a nice time to buy a card for those types of people. Um, he has got a heart, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we so, see it now and again <laughs> um if people can do it in in a softer way um you know it's not just you haven't seen your granny for 12 months by mm-hmm. card mm-hmm. um but there, there's a bit more of a legitimate excuse to send a greetings card mm. in 20 in march 2021 than there has been you know for the past however many years so, I wonder, have you got a problem with Valentine's Day or the greetings card industry? Um, a bit of both. I think greetings cards are probably on the way out. Um, Christmas cards, just quick poll. How many Christmas cards did you get received this year? Half a dozen. I'm probably still exaggerating. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I remember just, you know, maybe even five years ago, mm. I would we would have like dozens and dozens of cards. Mm. Um, I guess in the digital age, they're just not is exciting anymore as a WhatsApp message saying, yeah. well, you can get something really personal and really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the risk of sounding like a little bit prejudiced, you know, like, um, you know, to, to rein that in a little bit, I'll use my own mother as an example. So obviously anything I do say, I don't mean too harshly, <laughs> but when, when I was a kid, I remember like, you know, Christmas was obviously that time of year that's like massive for cards mm. and they'd be kind of, they'd be on the mantelpiece and then they'd be like either side of like the fireplace and then they'd be like blue tacked in formation across like the door as well. Yeah. So like the living yeah, room yeah. door was covered in them. And she 
by like personality type, loved that. And also is the exact sort of person that sends you one of those things on Facebook where it's like got all the like balloon background and all the like emojis and stuff all swirling around. And it's got like the happy birthday and white text across the middle. And like you get like a half a dozen of them, like within the first like 10 minutes of your birthday. And so like even within the people that love cards, they've got like a fantastic digital equivalent. I think you've got to be a very certain kind of sentimental person to still want to like to send one, even if you loved it 10 years ago. Yeah, okay. I don't think they'll die out with our generation. Perhaps the one one after or a couple after, they'll maybe mm. go. I don't, I don't even think they'll die out and I don't think they necessarily should die out. It's just probably moved away from, I will buy everybody who I know in my entire life a card. Yeah. Um, whereas now, if like you receive a card, it's probably from someone that genuinely cares. Mm, yeah. Um, so you're getting less card, but better. Whereas before it would be like, oh, there's a card from... We've had cards from like number eight down the road. You don't even know the names. It's just like from number eight. How impersonal do you want to be? Like it's not. Yeah. It's nice to get something. Yeah. Um, but I guess people will always buy cards. It's just mm-hmm. if we buy fewer, um, you know, they can afford to be better as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'll tell you who else really impressed me, and we've mentioned them already. It was Moonpig. So I'm on their email list. I've obviously bought from them before. I'm not particularly a Moonpig advocate or anything like that, but. It, the email was from their head of customer service and it was very personal. It was just a plain text email. And it said, if you want to opt out of our Valentine's day communications, yeah. just click this link. and It's really easy. Hmm. And I thought that was really quite nice, especially in 2021. We're all about empathy and showing a bit of care for our customers. You know, if, if you, I might've gone through a really horrible breakup just recently, or yeah. I might not have seen my girlfriend for ages and I might be having a really hard time with it. So maybe I don't want those reminders um, that I can't see my girlfriend or whatever it might be. Luckily, that's not the case. But I just thought that was a, a touch of class from a company that does it really well. No, I, I saw someone that I know publicly praising that on Instagram where her exact example was that like she's about our age and, and her dad's not around anymore. Like he sort of, you know, went way before his time and that's very difficult for her. Mm. And so like every June when all the Father's Day stuff starts to roll out, like it's just horrible for her. And the idea that you can sort of pick and choose these things and opt out of them, at least yeah. from the companies that you originally opted into, is, yeah, you know what? Like, every marketer loves to harp on about personalization. Surely doing something like that is so much better than finding a way to put someone's first name in an email. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Um, I it, was, it was mothers and fathers that really um, kicked this off. It was only literally, I think, maybe 2019, where mm. one company did it and, you know, received a massive amount of press. That's such a lovely thing. And it, that is genuinely a good use of our time. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody's jumped on that train now. And I would almost say, like, if, if there's a company who isn't doing that, they're on the back foot versus all of the guys who are saying, you know, mother, father, any relation are giving you that, that chance to opt out um, is, is a really nice move. The real surprise, I guess, is, you know, Email personalization has been around probably since the dawn of email. Um, and it's taken until 2019 for somebody to come up with that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Things take time, don't they? Um, question. If you've got an e-commerce store and you're selling a product that is, you know, it's usually or it can be a gifting purchase, do you have to run a Valentine's Day campaign? 
Yes. Why? Um, the stat I saw was that 50% of people will buy shit just, just for the day, for the occasion. Um, that's quite high. That's higher than I probably expected. Um, it's a shame to miss out on that, isn't it? Yeah. I looked. Um, I was looking at some, some keywords for one of our clients the other day. And the first thing that jumped out at me is that despite the stereotypes, there's a lot of search volume around like last minute Valentine's gifts for men as well. Like as much stick as the men get for leaving it last minute, like there's a lot of data out there that says that the girls are just as bad when it comes to searching at least. But then it was the stuff that was coming up as well. You know, like it was it was our client that sells underwear. So obviously there was kind of like Valentine's Day bras and things like that were coming up. And then there was an autocomplete for a Valentine's Day shower curtain. <laughs> and I thought like, who on earth is buying a new shower curtain for for a day? Maybe, you know, maybe you do it properly and you go from the 10th to the 17th and you give it a week. And even still, you know, it stays up for seven or eight days and then it's out of season again. Like, who's buying this stuff? But I suppose if they're out there, you know, you don't have to make it full on Valentine's, but at least do a gift guide or something and and take it kind of in stride because it's right there. Yeah, that's that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, I, I hate shower curtains personally, but um, mm. whoever's buying that is the polar opposite of Jeff and is absolutely going whole hog Valentine's and it's got the whole heart all over the house. And having a full week of it, as you say, yeah. Um, for anyway, um, no, I, I think it's it's quite important to do. I mean, for that client you mentioned, Joe, you know, last February, you'll be able to put a bit more meat on this bone. But you know, the, the first half of February was so much better than the second half, wasn't it? And it was purely because there's that day in the middle of it where people have got a reason to buy from you. It's Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. I've got to buy something now. I'm in that buying mode because someone hundreds of years ago decided I should. Yeah, literally. You, you could see in the kind of the, the sales volume purely where mm-hmm. it dropped off a little bit around the 10th for the people that wanted the cheap old delivery. And then it dropped off again on about the 12th for the people that, you know, were going to do next day. Mm-hmm. And then it pretty much stayed stagnant because... If you are, I, I don't know, like it's, it's something I guess I've never sort of considered until right now, but not only have you kind of spent all your cash anyway, mm. but if you do turn around with a gift like that on the 20th of February, does it just look like you forgot that thing for Valentine's Day? Does it just look like you're covering your tracks a little bit? So if it was me and I had a great idea, I'd probably hold off until March anyway, just to not get any, you know, accusations sent my way. <laughs> just bought it because I love you in March. Yeah. It's only a day, it's isn't it? That's an awful example of like the consumerism gone mad approach of a Valentine's themed shower curtain. Uh, that product need not exist ever. I don't, I don't even know what it looks like. <laughs> I can't even what, picture it. What would it be that like? I'm I'm sure there's people have got like you know if you're picturing like a white shower curtain with like red hearts in like in, in the form of like polka dots. There's got to be plenty of people who've got that year round because they like love hearts. Like, what's the difference between that and a specific Valentine's one? It's Valentine's Day. Obviously, people buy yeah. this stuff. Um, you say consumerism gone mad, but, um, you know, if, if you're there and you've got your store, you know, you need to lean in to events where people have got a reason to buy. You, you always need to stack those reasons to buy from you. You know, Valentine's Day occurring is a reason to buy. Um, so if you are selling something that, you know, it could be a gift. If you're listening to this on the 12th of February, you're far too late. But take this as the warning of, 
you need to get your calendar in order now. So, you know, after you've stopped listening to this, sit down somewhere, pull out a calendar, figure out which events throughout the year, like Valentine's Day, whether it's Mother's Day, obviously Black Friday, Christmas, which events do your customers care about and absolutely nail them and plan them well in advance. So like that thoughtful gift card, you know, that, that campaign's probably been planned in November, December to get that in front of me now. So I'll buy it now. You have to plan well in advance, as I say. And uh, shall we take that as the lesson for this one? Always plan. I would say my advice would be to not shoehorn Valentine's into something where it's not relevant. Um, so just because it's Valentine's Day, it doesn't mean you can sell anything. Mm -hmm. um, if you've got a vaguely Valentine's themed product, uh, something that can get red hearts put on it and then sold as the kind of tat that people buy around Valentine's Day, I think that's okay. But if you're trying to sell, um, you know, a drill and a saw, or, so, or some timber, yeah, let's enough. let's let's not lean on Valentine's Day. That's that's the kind of the downside of the lazy marketing. Slap some hearts on it and call it a day. <laughs> that I think we should see less of. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think what? the one exception I've seen there is there was in 2018. It must have been Subway did a one where it was like two six inch subs for whatever, and it was like a deal. Like that, but you didn't. You didn't have to be in a relationship or anything. Like me and one of my pals from work went, and we weren't going out with each other. But it was like great, cheap lunch, you know. And that one was like, I think it was the thing is that obviously the yeah, the kind of the the food market so promotion led in that respect at times anyway. Certainly Subway that it's mm. probably just been they've kind of almost shoehorn Valentine's as an excuse for a discount as opposed to you know, it's not as if they cut the salamis into little hearts or anything. They weren't cynical about it. They just went like, yeah. here's a deal. We know you like yeah. deals. Yes, of course. That's a, that's a great way to do it. And that's, you know, applying creativity. And what did they get off the back of that? Um, probably some nice press and PR. Yeah. Did it lead to increased sales? Maybe not. Um, the example I had picked out was Ikea and its baby beds a few years ago. Right. Um, so they put it was just like a print ad, uh, baby beds, you know, like a cot. Um, free cot for babies born nine months from today on Valentine's Day. Oh. Did it actually sell any more cots? Did did it cost them in terms of giving away cots? Probably not, but the um, the awareness and the publicity they got from the back of that immense, and you know you can't yeah. put price on that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, the, what I was thinking of when I said about kind of leaning into the day as a reason to buy, leaning on these reasons to buy will turn your almost buyers into buyers. So th there might be something out there. Say I, I want to buy Jill, me missus, an expensive handbag or something, and I've kind of been umming and ahhing about it for a while, and I've got it in my head like, do you know what, I really should buy her that. Um, I know Valentine's Day is coming up. If there just happened to be a 10% off sale on the weekend before Valentine's Day, you know, I'd be very likely to jump on that. So you can expect your conversion rate to, to be very high when you send that email out there. I know you feel very strongly about this guy. Is that not a good example of um, a one-time customer? If it's something as expensive as I was planning to buy, I will absolutely <laughs> be a one-time one customer of that company anyway. Fair enough. Yeah, but that's a different conversation, isn't it? I think um, 
ideally you want repeat customers, but you know, if there's ways to get them through the door in the first place, you should be using them. Um, in terms of discounting, if you are going to do that, you should ideally be pricing up the price down rather than cutting into your margin too much. Um, but yeah, if, if you, you, you earn my repeat custom through impressing me throughout that first purchase. So if I just do the one purchase and it's, you know, it's bog standard, I, I get the, get the item through my door a few days later and it's kind of everything I expected. Fine. But if you go above and beyond in some sort of way, I would be quite likely to pay attention to whatever you're doing. Um, thereafter a good example of that i bought a bottle of um a bottle of gin through online a while ago and they sent like this little flip chart and it was really nicely done and had loads of colored cards on it and stuff like that with different gin recipes to do different cocktails now that's got me thinking about how to use the product and engaging with that company and that brand a little bit more so i think when i think of gin i think of that company so that that that's how to win your repeat purchase but that is our absolute favourite topic, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I think once someone's purchased for um, for Valentine's Day, you know, Valentine's Day as a concept, I can see becoming more and more um, prevalent. You know, it's kind of the, the they say like the Americanization, Americanization of our culture, where we're going to end up with like, um, you know, you got Singles Day in China, that's making its way over here. Mm. Secretary's Day. Um, you know, international this, that, and the other day. So they're coming. There will be more. I think the consumers are going to use them anyway. And if you own a store, it makes sense to lean into it. Why not for me? Anything else you want to talk about on Valentine's Day? Just just any other day, innit? <laughs> yeah. Don't, we'll leave don't it there. Bother. Don't bother. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed that, be sure to subscribe and we'll fill your ears with a new episode every Friday. And if you can't wait till then, be sure to head over to befoundbechosen.co.uk forward slash content to see what we're up to. Until next week, see ya.